On today's show, we're going to continue our summer series, Performance Equals Profit, Part 12. We're going to be talking about how to deal with tough customers, why maintenance agreements are a great deal for your homeowners, and how to deal with, I want to think about it. Welcome to Cracking the Code, the show that helps you overcome the challenges you face every day in contracting and keeps you on the cutting edge of emerging trends and best practices. Now, before we dive into today's content, I want to throw a little something out there for you if you're a non-EGIA member. If you're enjoying the content that the show provides, I'm going to encourage you to check out our full courses by joining the platform for 30 days free of charge. Click the Join button at the top right, then select the Plus Membership. We'll give you access to the full courses so you can start to make your business go to the next level. Now, last week, with respect to your CSRs, we talked about overcoming the time objection and also how to try to avoid the one-legger situation. This week, we're going to talk about how to deal with the price objection and also how to deal with difficult customers. Thank you for calling so much for calling ABC Heating and Cooling. This is Wally. How may we save you money today? Yeah, I'm looking for some information on replacing my home comfort system. Okay, that's great. Uh, this is obviously what we do. We appreciate you so much calling. Uh, do you mind, sir, if I ask your name? Uh, sure, it's John. John, and your last name? Ketchell. Awesome. Well, thank you, John, for calling in. We appreciate you taking the time. Uh, what part of town do you live in, by the way? Uh, the Northeast. Okay. And do you mind me asking how you found out kind of about our company? Um, well, I saw one of the trucks in the neighborhood as I was driving out to work, so um, I went online, kind of checked you out a little bit, and, um, you know, really just wanted to reach out to you. I, I You know, I, I've got a friend in the business. He okay. doesn't live locally, but... You know, he kind of told me I needed a two-and-a-half-ton system, so I'm just really looking for the price on that. Okay, so the price on the two-and-a-half-ton system. So let me ask you this, John. Uh, do you happen to have uh, a load calculation, uh, the paperwork on that from your friend that would, uh, uh, that would uh, tell him that it's a two-and-a-half-ton system? Well, he, he asked me how many square feet the house was, so he used that. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, well, and, and I will tell you, you know, the Department of Energy estimates that well over half of all systems are improperly sized. And a large reason for that is that people sometimes will base the, the tonnage on, on the square footage. The right. reality is your home, uh, a couple of thousand square feet or whatever it is, could be a much different load calculation uh, than another house with the exact same floor plan, just depending on you know, where you are situated, the orientation to the sun, uh, the amount of attic insulation, the windows, that type of thing. So uh, really what we recommend and what's recommended by the Department of Energy is to have, when some, have someone come out and do a, a proper load calculation and really measure the house, look at the windows, look at the attic insulation, those types of things to make sure we get the system properly sized. In terms of uh, this entire decision, John, on a scale of one to 10, how important is it for you to make an informed buying decision? Well, I mean, I'm sure it's not going to be 300 bucks, so it, of course right. it's important to me. Yeah, so maybe even a nine or 10? Definitely a nine or a 10. Yeah. Well, and because the decision is so important, because the investment you're making is really into the infrastructure of your home, uh, we really recommend that you take the time to have the house uh, properly measured and properly sizing the system. And by the way, uh, we don't charge a dime for that service. So with that in mind, John, is that something you would be uh, inclined to do to go ahead and have the system properly sized? Well, I mean, I would say I have a pretty basic house. I know it's 2,400 square feet. I mean... Uh you know, two rooms have sliding glass doors, so, you know, nothing really super special about it. I mean, are you not able to give me at least uh, an idea of what I'm looking at? Well, in terms of the price, uh, I can probably give you some very vague idea, John, but, but here, here's the real challenge. 
Buying a heating and air conditioning system today is kind of like buying a car. You know, if you were to call a car dealership and say, hey, how much is a new car? Uh, you know, what would they be most likely to say to you if you ask them how much a new car would cost over the phone? I guess they would ask me what kind of car I would want to buy. Exactly. Uh, what kind of car, what kind of options, what make, what model. The reality is, is buying a heating and air conditioning system today is a lot like buying a vehicle. The technology has changed so much like everything else in life. The technology has gotten very complex. The efficiencies can be anywhere from very inefficient to super high efficient. Uh, you could be looking at a lot of different uh, variables with respect to options and indoor air quality, a lot of different things. So it's really, really uh, difficult to give you a price on a two and a half ton system. There are so many variables. So what I'd like to extend, John, is just the offer to have one of our uh, comfort consultants, our design consultants, come out at no charge and no obligation to you. Uh, obviously, you said it's a 9 or a 10 in terms of importance. So I, I think that when you get a chance to talk to these folks, you'll see that it's really worth your time. But uh, to set a time to have, have those guys come out, properly uh, measure the house, do the load calculation, and share with you uh, these various options that can be from you know, very affordable to you know, super high efficiency on the other end. Does that seem like it might make sense in this situation? Yeah, I mean, how much of a process is this? Well, depending on how long it takes to measure the home, depending how many questions you have, and uh, it sounds like your, your house is a fairly simple floor plan, so perhaps it won't take quite as long as it could, uh, but the, the process could take 60 to 90 minutes. And I believe if you take the time, John, you'll find a system that just is, you know, lines up perfect with your budget and gives you a lot of options and flexibility in the pricing to get something exactly what you're looking for. Fair enough? Sounds fair. Okay, we'll get some more information from you. And we go on to finish up the lead. Now that you've learned how to deal with that tough price issue, let's move on to how do you deal with difficult customers. Okay, thank you so much for calling ABC Heating and Cooling. This is Wally. How may I help you? What's your price on a two and a half ton unit? Uh, wow. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for calling in. Uh, so, sir, do you mind if I ask you just a couple of questions about that two and a half ton unit? Sure. Okay. Uh, first and foremost, uh, where did the, the, the size, if you know, where did the proper sizing come from? In other words, how do you know it's a two and a half ton unit? I've got a brother-in-law. He's in the business. Great. I told him how big the, the house is, and he gave me that size. Okay. So you, you really are able to rely on an expert that's a family member, it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. I trust him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, let me ask you. So by the way, sir, uh, do you mind if I ask your name? Sure. It's John. Hey, John. How you doing? Peachy. Peachy. <laughs> it sounds like you're doing uh, great today. Hey, well, listen, um, since you have an expert in the family in the heating and air conditioning industry, uh, do you happen to have uh, a valid load calculation that will show that that two and a half ton is the proper sizing? Well, we went over the square feet and he told me it's a half ton for every 500 square feet. My house is a little bit smaller than that, 2,400 square feet. Gotcha. Got gotcha. that. Not yeah. to mention the fact that I went out to the old unit and I see that that's a two and a half ton unit too. Okay. So it's got to be right, right? Yeah. Well, uh, I guess it doesn't have to be. It may very well be. How is the system currently cooling now? Well, it's an older system, so it's getting a little weak, a little tired, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, over the, uh, over the course of the years uh, that you've lived in the house, and by the way, how many years have you lived there? I've lived in the house for nine years. Okay. The house is about 17 years old, and I'm pretty sure this is the original system. Okay. Well, let me ask you this, John. In the course of the nine years that you've lived there, have you done energy, uh, any energy or efficiency upgrades, maybe respect to insulation, uh, windows, new windows, that type of thing? 
Well, the roof was redone about eight years ago, and you know I'm assuming that they did the most up-to-date uh, you know, insulation when they did that. Okay. Well, oftentimes when you make a major change like that, it can really change the demands uh, on the cooling system in your home. You know, the Department of Energy, which kind of regulates all this stuff for, for homeowners like yourself and for companies like us, uh, they highly recommend that a proper load calculation be done. The reason for that is that they have found that well over half of all systems that are installed are improperly sized, either oversized or undersized. And the reason for that is, is because in many cases, people will just kind of use a rule of thumb or guesswork to, to size the system. Uh, the reality is your home, John, the exact same floor plan in a different part of town or perhaps a different orientation for the sun, perhaps a different type of roof it's or insulation. It's just a basic house. Yeah, uh, but there's so many different variables in terms of single pane, double pane, triple pane windows and that kind of thing. And so one of the things that they recommend is that a proper load calculation should be done. And so what I would recommend to you uh, to really do the service that our company is obligated to you, I mean, if, if we just gave you a size over the phone with no verification, now by the way, if you had a load calculation from your brother-in-law, my guess is since he's an expert, we could rely on that. But in this situation, if we don't have that, I would really be doing you a disservice uh, to just give you a proper size over the phone. And by the way, you, it costs you nothing to make sure it's properly sized because the reality is maybe two, maybe three, maybe two and a half, but the reality is it costs you nothing to find out for sure. When you consider how important this decision is, uh, I mean, how important is making the right decision on this purchase uh, for you and your family, John? Well, I live here, so it's very important, but here's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for something that's gonna be warm in the winter and cool in the summer, and okay. that's pretty much my criteria. Okay, okay. Well, and we wanna make sure that it's definitely cool in the summer, uh, and again, that kinda gets back to the proper proper load calculation. So again, I, I just wanna extend that offer to you. Uh, we charge nothing, nothing for that service. It's recommended by Consumer Reports. Department of Energy and Angie's List, and just really want to extend that offer to come out and properly measure the house. Again, uh, it doesn't cost you a dime. Well, I appreciate that. How long does it take? Well, uh, it really depends on a couple of factors. Number one, it depends on how many questions you have, and it sounds like you're pretty certain about what you want, so uh, there probably won't be a, a ton of questions. Uh, and it depends, of course, how long it's going to take to measure the house, look at the windows, uh, look at the electrical system, look at the attic insulation, check out the new roof, the windows, all those well, things. I'll, I'll tell you this. I, like I said, I got a brother-in-law in the business. We talk all the time. I explain the house, and he basically told me I need a two-and-a-half ton, 16-seer system with a variable speed. Okay. Well, and he may very well be right, and I'm sure once we get out there, uh, if nothing else, you know, we will basically be confirming everything your brother-in-law told you. And considering, you know, the cost of a new HVAC system, they're not exactly cheap anymore, uh, like the olden days, uh, it might be worth going ahead at the very minimum, allow us to give you a free second opinion, just to make sure that your, uh, your brother-in-law is right on all those situations. He may be perfectly right with the 16 seer, but you, know, you, you may decide you want to go even more efficient. It just kind of depends on uh, a lot of the different factors. So again, getting back to the load calculation, about an hour or so, depending on how many questions you have. We just want to make sure and give you that second opinion. Uh, so with that in mind, uh, you know, the other consideration is that we would like to get all the homeowners involved in the design process. Uh, in this case, it sounds like uh, that would be your wife. Yeah, that's not going to work. Yeah, uh, and it's not going to work. Why would you? Why would you say that? Well, uh, you know, it's just tough with the scheduling. And, and to okay. be honest with you, you know, I mean, uh, quite frankly, she doesn't really know anything about these systems anyway. <laughs> so, what difference does it make? Right. Well, you know what they say, John: happy wife, happy life. Uh, the reason that we 
uh, would like to get you know, uh, her involved in the design process is that one of the things our company offers is basically a satisfaction guarantee. We guarantee the system is going to make her happy and going to make you happy. It's going to accommodate uh, everything that everybody wants. And you know, with so many options these days with respect to sizing and technology and efficiency and indoor air quality options and bells and whistles, you know, there's a lot of different things that can go into designing a system. It's really important for, for you guys that we make sure that we design a system that's perfect for her and perfect for you. The last thing we want is to design a system that you love and that she hates. So with those things in mind, uh, do you think it'd be possible to find a time we could come out on a weekend or an evening that we might be able to meet with both of you? Well, I really don't want to blow my weekends on this, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and once again, I, you know, I'm just going to tell you right off the bat. You know, she doesn't know much about these kind of things. You know, she's she's pretty much okay with whatever I decide, especially when it comes to mechanical issues. You know, there's certain things that I don't give her advice on, and there's certain things that she doesn't give me advice on. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, it's just it's just not feasible, and it's going to take too long to coordinate that. And by that time, quite frankly, I'm probably going to go with another company. Yeah. Well, fair enough, John. You know your family uh, better than I do, obviously. So why don't we just find a time that will work for you. Uh, we'll come out, we'll measure the house, do the load calculation, and, uh, and give the information you need to, you know, to make that, that important decision. You mentioned it was a 9 or a 10. So we want to make sure you have all the information you need to make an informed buying decision. Fair enough? Yep. Okay. Well, good. Let me get some information from you, and uh, we'll get the appointment scheduled. Okay. Okay. Now remember, if you're not a member, click the Join button at the top of this page. Or go to egia.org slash 30 days free, and you can get access to all of the CSR courses for the next 30 days. Last week, Gary Ellich was talking about the value of extended service agreements. This week, Gary's going to rejoin us and talk to us about five reasons why your techs should be selling service agreements. All right, so back at the whiteboard studio, a couple of things. So you got three categories of benefits. Win, win, win. How does the technician win? Well, first off, there's a slow season in most of our HVAC businesses. Not so much in plumbing, not so much in electrical. You know, people flush their toilets and have clogged drains, really, no matter what time of year it is, and it doesn't matter if it's 100 degrees outside or, you know, minus 20. Uh, although pipes might break more frequently, so from a plumbing point of view, cold weather and rain sometimes does help us. But the seasonality isn't quite as dramatic. My plumbing business runs at about 8.33% per month. My HVAC business doesn't operate that way, and I've been doing the consulting thing for over 20 years now. And so there's this giant set of waves that occur. We have these peak seasons where it's pretty hard not to sell something, and then we've got slow seasons or shoulder seasons where it's difficult. So the slow season, is of primary concern to me when you start learning how to communicate and sell service agreements to a larger degree, that builds the ability for my company to be able to place you in the home uh, and, and pay your payroll and not worry about having uh, cash flow in order to make payroll in the slow season. So I don't have to send you home or furlough you, or I don't have to have you build sheet metal or sweep floors or paint the building or do whatever it is that we do in order to keep you in payroll. Um, the other thing is then I can have you become productive. We can extend the teaching process to you regarding accessories, indoor air quality, whole house uh, services, those types of things. Second, the opportunity is there for you to be able to educate a client on lots of different things. So humidification, filtration systems, you know, introduction of outside air, just basic air quality type principles. 
uh, repair versus replace systems. Um, some of you guys are cross-marketing the plumbing and electrical services like we do. Certainly that's part of our discussion. Insulation is one of our product and services. So there's lots of opportunities, but it's difficult for me to put you in a position to have an opportunity without having the agreement. Without the agreement, I have to market to the customer. And if there is no need because the weather pattern is not supportive, then there isn't consumption. So listen, if I just drank a gallon of water and you try to sell me a bottle of water, my answer is, I'm good. I, I'm good. I don't really need that. I appreciate that you're even giving me a discount for 25 cents for that Dasani bottle of water, but I'm good. Now, if I'm in a desert and I haven't had water for a couple days and you come to me with a bottle of water, I'll probably pay you whatever you want. So that's the real definition of uh, the cycle of seasonality. So when I have that slow season, the opportunity doesn't really exist unless I actually have the agreement. That's the binding factor in the customer relationship. Third, I'd like to pay you well for this. So, you know, some companies, and, uh, and I'm not going to name names, but they're a little cheap. The owner's a little cheap. They, they're not really paying well to create the service agreement. So I'd like to discuss this over here. So when you talk about the relationship marketing and cash flow, and you talk about repair versus replace and the business value, the average dollar amount of a service agreement, not including the service agreement price itself, is $650 back to the business. So why wouldn't I want to incent you well as a service technician to be able to be good at the sales and communication process and transact the service agreement? And the answer is, there is no good reason. So when I pay you low dollar amounts and that doesn't get your attention, what I'm doing is I'm actually shooting myself in the foot as a business owner over here from the standpoint of I'm not generating the service agreement. Each service agreement equals $650. So as a business owner, that's the way I need you to think. As a service manager, I need you to think that way as well. So what we do is we want to increase the pay plan and the incentive. And you can do that a lot of ways. I mean, you can create contests and you can create rewards. And you know, you just need to be able to understand that you know, paying a guy 5 or $10 to sell a service agreement probably isn't enough uh, to get his attention strong enough so he'll change his behavior patterns to become a dominant force in selling service agreements. And that's what I want you to think about. I don't want you to think about, well, I'm halfway successful and I'm paying pretty well. I want you to think about how do I get to 1,000 service agreements per million? And then how do I get to 1,500 service agreements per million? And that's of the residential replacement service and maintenance combined. That's that million dollars. Well, if you have 1,500 agreements per $1 million of residential business, you're going to find that your marketing expenses go down as well. The marketing expenses are going down, and that's making me happy as a business owner. I'm producing more of these, and that increases the business value. So why wouldn't I pay my technician a strong incentive to be good at the work? And the answer is, there is no good logic against it. Um, there's greed. There's lack of awareness. Um, there's a general uneducated, I don't really understand it. All of those I understand, I agree with. I'm empathetic towards that, but I, I don't understand the greed side. In other words, there's no good reason not to once you do understand the mathematics, the metrics, and the processes. The very best companies in the industry and ones that have sold for, well, in some cases, hundreds of millions of dollars, but We've seen business transactions recently in the $80 million range, the $20 million range, certainly in the $6 to $10 million range. They all have a common characteristic. 
they all have a lot of service agreements, which proves to the buying entity that there are customers on the other end that will repeat so that they don't have to spend money to market. They know those customers are real, legitimate. They know they'll spend 67% more money. And they also know that there are probably opportunities to sell other products and services. So pay the guys well. I want you to be paid well. I want you to expect to be paid well. And I want you to expect that you're going to be good at selling the service agreement. But you're going to have to engage. You're going to have to learn the product. You're going to have to learn how to talk to the client about that product. Client happiness. You know, I'm happy when my machine is working. I've got some sports cars, and I'm known to you know, be a car guy, and I like fast cars and all that kind of stuff. And that's a terrible habit, by the way. But because I like to drive fast, those machines need to be well kept. Tires, alignment, machinery, tune-up, all that stuff needs to be done. Equipment on the mechanical side is no different. The difference is customers are out of sight, out of mind. They're brown goods. Well, client happiness is based on the principle that they have some benefits. Well, the benefits are communicated not just from the literature, but ultimately from the technician's ability to say, hey, this is a good idea, and here is why. They're not going to look at the literature and believe that if you don't believe it. So we're going to have to have you in your thinking pattern, in your belief system, in your expectations, attitudes, ultimately how you approach your behavior pattern. All of that has to come through you. The level of trust is going to be dictated by your enthusiasm. Let me repeat that. The level of trust that the client hears or feels is going to be created by your level of enthusiasm. You're the expert. They see you as the primary selling agent and trust agent. So if you're just handing them a piece of literature and expecting that to go over well, or you go over a video on the iPad, you know, which we have, that's going to do some justice to the product or service. But at the end of the day, the consumer is going to look to you and look at your body language. They're going to look at whether or not you are in a belief system so if you truly believe that it's good for the client, that will come through. If you don't, that will also come through. Next on that list, security. Job security for you. The more service agreements I have, the more likelihood is I need to add labor. So you as a service technician are going to probably be primary in that. Uh, most service technicians in my world don't love service agreements because they have to do the technical work. But most of those same guys also love the opportunity that presents. Once they realize that it's not just about the technical work, that it's actually about client happiness, that they get to interface with those same clients again, they also have an opportunity to transact some other product and services. Their income goes up. They begin to uh, see the linkage. In other words, this transaction isn't just good for the business. It's good for the technician because the technician is being paid well from whatever we produce off this 650 annually per agreement. And once again, remember, if you're not a member, click the Join button at the top of this page, and you'll get access to all of the Service Tech training courses free for 30 days. You know, one of the most difficult and stressful situations for a sales professional, sales consultant, is everything goes great on the call, you get down to the end, and the homeowner says, yeah, it sounds great, but I got to think about it. Uh, today, I want to talk to you a little bit about how you deal with the I want to think about it objection, and how you should just easily be able to sell through it if you put the time in and practice the words. I just want to ask you another question or two. Uh, and first of all, have you ever had a bad experience with uh, a pushy salesman? 
in your life? I think, yeah, I think uh, probably a few. Yeah. Probably, a num probably more than yeah, we'd like to, yeah. like to have. Any specific examples? Uh, you know, we, we were in the car market just uh, a couple of years ago. One, yeah. yeah, and we were looking at a new car for Jamie, and we uh, we just had a really bad experience with, with yeah. one guy in particular that I can think of. Yeah, was it one of those guys that you give him your phone number and was calling you every day for a week trying to trying to write a deal? Make it, a deal? it went on for more than a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I've got good news and bad news. Okay. The bad news is I got your phone number. <laughs> the good news is oh <laughs> the good news is uh, I'm not the pushy sales guy. I am a professional HVAC design consultant. This is how I make my living. It's how I send my kid to college and how I pay my mortgage and it's how I make my living. I take my job very seriously and, and I consider it a profession as much as the physical fitness or the marketing industry and the, the types of work that you all do. Uh, what I can tell you is this. I'm not going to be the guy calling you next week every day trying to make you crazy, uh, you know, will you buy it, will you buy it, will you buy it? That's just not how I'm going to do it. Here's sure. how I like to do business. Yeah. yeah. I find that, uh, that the best way to do business is best for you as a homeowner. It's uh, best for our company to be more efficient. What I want to do is to take all the time we need here tonight to answer all your questions and to design the perfect system. Any question you have, I mean, if you need me here three hours, it doesn't matter. This is my sole focus right now, you and your family, your home. That's why I'm here, and that's the only responsibility I have over the next few hours. So if you need me here three hours to answer a million questions, then I'm, I'm fine with that. All I ask is that once we go through that process, I answer all your questions, uh, design the perfect system, and, of course, get the price right. All I ask is that you let me know one way or the other whether or not you think I'm a good fit for your family. And by the way, no is a perfectly acceptable answer. Fair enough? I like that. Now, sometimes when you ask this question to your homeowner, they'll say, well, no, I can't let you know today. My wife's not here. I got three guys coming tomorrow. When that happens, I want you to try a little something I call the $1 scenario. Check this out. Have you ever had a bad experience with a pushy salesperson? <laughs> a, so couple, a couple, a yeah, couple, over the years. Yeah. What was that like for you? Well, one in particular that I'm thinking of is when we were shopping for a new car for Jamie. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, you know, the guy just, he was relentless. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it was really difficult to deal with. One of those guys calling every day for a week saying, let me cut you a deal, let me cut you a deal. Yeah, it went on for more than a week, actually. Wow, wow. Well, I have, uh, I have good news and bad news. Uh, the bad news is I have your phone number. <laughs> the good news is, is that I'm not a pushy salesman. I'm a professional HVAC design consultant. This is my profession. It's my job. And it's what I do for a living. It's how I send my kid to college. It's how I pay my mortgage. It's how I take care of my family. And I consider myself every bit uh, the professional as a uh, health and fitness professional or a marketing professional. Uh, I take my job very, very seriously. Uh, the way I like to do business, the way I find it's better for the homeowners and better for our company and just makes sense for everybody, is rather than to be that guy calling you every day for a week, which I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be that guy, what I want to do is take as much time as we need to tonight, answer all your questions. Uh, you're going to have a lot of questions about how the system works and maybe about your home and different factors you'll notice as we go through that you may not have uh, noticed before about energy efficiency and those types of things. And all I ask is that once we take the time that we need to answer all your questions, design the perfect system, and of course get the price right, all I ask is that you let me know one way or the other whether or not you think I'm a good fit for your family. And by the way, no is a perfectly acceptable answer. Fair enough? You know, I mean, we, we've got a couple of other companies scheduled, mm -hmm. one, one coming this weekend, yeah. uh, and typically we, we tend to 
to kind of think about these situations right. and sleep on them. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Uh, what are you looking for in a contract? You said that you've talked to a couple of folks already. I'm the third guy in, and you've got one or two more coming. What factors are you kind of weighing to, uh, to make this decision as you, you know, choose who's going to be the right company for your family? You know, I guess what we're looking for is a, a company that is going to be around for a long time. Okay. Well, I think budget friendly, like, you know, okay. definitely okay. price is an issue. So quality money, quality yes. money. <laughs> just want to make I get the bills, remember? You know, yeah, I mean, exactly. money is definitely, uh, you know, it's it, it's not the the only thing, but uh, it's definitely very important. We want to make yeah. sure that, that uh, we're not overpaying. Okay. So you want to make sure you have a reliable company, they're going to be around for a long time, and of course that budget is an important part of discussion. Well, we get the results that we're looking for. Right. Okay. Okay. So let me ask you this, Jamie. When you when you say budget, we're basically talking price, correct? Mm -hmm. When you are talking price, are you talking the down and dirty, lowest, drop the bottom out, I don't care anything else about the price? Are we talking about a fair price, a good value, a good overwhelming value? A fair price, but one that we is reasonable for our family. Okay. And that would fit into our budget as well. Okay. So it's got to fit in the budget. Great. And the results that you are looking for. Uh, what about the quality of the installation? Is that something that's going to be pretty important? Absolutely. It's yeah. definitely important. I'm pretty particular, so I want to make sure that the job is done right. Right, right. And how about the, the technicians? Now, I'm not talking about the, the technical, skillful ability of the technicians, and I'll share that with you, and our guys are very highly trained. But more importantly, what about the integrity, the character of the men that are going to be uh, in your home, uh, where with your wife, obviously, and your children, mm -hmm. how important is that part of the part of the decision? Well, it's very oh, important yeah. to me. I mean, you know, uh, uh, my wife and my two little girls are probably going to be here the day of the right. installation. So I, I, right, I think that's very important. Right. Uh, yeah, these are all very, very important considerations. How about uh, warranty and guarantee? Pretty important stuff. I think that's huge, especially in our experience yeah. so far. So let me ask you this. Suppose tonight, over the time we spend together, um, I can demonstrate to you in your mind and your mind only, and I'm not saying I could do this, I'm just, let's take a hypothetical here, I guess. Uh, if I could demonstrate to you that we're the most reliable company in the city, that we're going to be around for the long haul, that we're going to find a system in your budget, completely in your budget, uh, that the results are going to be exactly what you expect and what you want, that we're going to have the best quality installation available from any company anywhere, that our installers of their highest level moral character and integrity, they're going to respect your home and family, uh, pay attention to their business and not be poking around in your, uh, in, your, in your home or your rooms, and that I could demonstrate that we have the best guarantees in the business. If I could demonstrate to you all tonight that we were number one in every one of these categories, and I could say, Jamie, Doug, I can offer you that system for one dollar. Now I'm not talking about a dollar down and five hundred bucks a month. I'm saying the whole system was one dollar. Would you be able to say yes, Wally? We're interested, or thanks, but no thanks. All right, I got a dollar for of you course. right now. Yeah, can we do that? <laughs> yeah. Now, obviously, I can't do a system for a dollar. All I'm suggesting is that if it makes that much sense, if it's that much of a no-brainer, uh, when we're all done, you just let me know one way or the other whether or not we're a good fit. I think we could do that. Yeah, I would be comfortable with that. Sure. Awesome. Now remember, if you're not an EGI member, click the join button at the top of this page and you'll get 30 days of free training on sales training, free access for 30 days. Well, folks, that's our show for this week. I hope you got something out of it. Remember, your CSRs, you got to deal with those tough customers. I get it. 
maintenance agreements for your service techs, you gotta sell them, and you gotta learn how to deal with I wanna think about it if you're gonna sell in this business. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you soon. Until then, bye-bye for now.